Good Saturday afternoon and welcome into the Always 100 podcast. This is episode 99, number 99 of the show, second one since we've been back. My name is Quinn. I am the host of the Always 100 podcast. And this week, it's a two-man duo this week. My co-host is Michael Javey, giant fan extraordinaire who's probably on still on a high from them going to Tennessee and beating the Titans with Saquon <laughs> Barkley doing Saquon Barkley things. You know, the guy's pretty good when he's on the field, huh? Yeah, yeah. When he's not doing uh, too bad, 164, 198 total. So, and that two point conversion just showed a lot of heart. You definitely see the difference in the the Giants' uh, offense as far as talking, trash talking, and playing with enthusiasm, really. That offensive line was incredible. At least the run run blocking was great. Yeah. Pass blocking, still to work on. Yeah. I mean, look, we all still don't trust Daniel Jones and. Yeah, we'll get into that, you know, when we pick the slate here. But, look, that was a pretty pretty impressive win for the New York Giants, no question. But, uh, you know, my, my Patriots didn't fare too well in Miami, no, no. Per, per usual. The the Patriots went down to South Florida and took a beat down, um, which is, <laughs> you know, should just be common knowledge at this point. The Patriots do right, not right. South Florida. Is that like four in a row or something like that's that? That's four in a row to the Dolphins. Yeah, that's oh four God. in a row. And uh, that is the right. first time, this is the first time Belichick has lost four in a row to anybody in a division. Ever. Oh, it's four games in a row. I've four games four in times, a row. Uh, four times in Miami that they lost. But you're I talking mean, four games straight. Four games straight, yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. They, they swept us. 2020, yeah, they slept us uh, last year. Yeah, because they slept us last year. They won the year before in 2020 that brought dropped us out of the playoffs, and they won uh, in Miami last week. So this is not good. This is not going to be fun, and you know we'll 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 probably get into the Patriots here. Yeah, but those zero and two is it's going to be something critical. Going to be tough, but. Here, here, here it is. So here's what we're going to have on the schedule today. We're going to talk about five games, it looks like. We got the Bengals, Cowboys, Baltimore, Miami, Titans, the two Monday night games, and Seattle and San Francisco, which is, I think, <laughs> of the angle of the San Francisco uh, angle of this probably is more the more fun one. But I don't know if you got to watch Thursday Night Football uh, Jamie, we'll, we'll we'll start with your thoughts on what happened Thursday night in Kansas City. The Chargers went up there, uh, made a pretty good showing of themselves. But as I said in the text message in our group chat, uh, Brandon Staley has not won a big game in his life. The Chargers haven't won a big game in like 25 years. <laughs> like that matter right. in any way, shape, or form. And right, uh, right. that streak continued at the hands of, well, uh, look, I love Tom, but the best quarterback in football wears 15 in Kansas City. So here, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think it's good, and and it's the fact remains, right? If you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So the Chargers, young, sassy, and brassy, they, they want to, you know, show that they are the best in the AFC West, at least. And, you know, the Chiefs aren't ready to give that up. You thought with the Chiefs taking a step back with Tyreek Hill going, and now you got you know, Marquise Valdez-Scanley and Juju Smith-Schuster, are they really going to get in line with 
Mahomes, how quickly that chemistry going to develop. But it looks like the Chargers had the game plan. They got they were up 10 points. They were down Keenan Allen and they still were up 10 points. And all of us and Derwin James had an incredible game. He was everywhere and just making incredible tackles, one on Travis Kelsey, especially uh, in the fourth uh, inside the red zone. But the whole thing was you just can't give Mahomes enough time. Like and Mahomes is on board. He understands what's going on. Okay, I don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. I still have Travis, and I just spread the ball around. He was spreading it around to like six different receivers. I think he's thrown eleven touchdowns to six different receivers by now. I mean, that's good. I mean, everybody gets a piece of the ball. Nobody has to weigh on everybody. There is no double teaming Travis Kelsey if everybody else is getting spread out, and he spreads the ball around, and that's really good. That goal line, that touchdown to uh, McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Jared McKinnon, yeah. To McKinnon, yeah, yeah. everybody thought he would be running out of bounds or something, and he just does this stop side-on throw into the end zone touchdown. He just knows where everybody is, and I thought that would be the big deal if we would have to see how good of a quarterback Mahomes actually is without his key receiver, Tyree Kill, and, and he's shown it now twice. Yeah. Five touchdowns on one time and another two, uh, two three years. So, yeah, I mean, it, two more spreading the ball around. Yeah, yeah uh, look, I, I got him credit. Yeah, no, I, and for me, look, I, I'm right there with you. Look, I, and again, I, I, you know, I'm the Tom Brady guy around here. But, look, there, you know, there are a couple throws. I mean, Tom's not going to throw a ball sidearm to Jared McKinnon on the first one. Now, Tom, Tom could get that ball to Watson on the second one. But, I, I mean – but he's not throwing a sidearm pass. If he doesn't have it, he's just, you know, he's chucking it. Like, it's not like <laughs> that, that That play doesn't happen if you don't, if you're a statue back there. So, I mean, you know, I, I think there are things that Patrick does that, like, the quarterbacks of my childhood, you know, the Peytons, the Elis, Tom, Ben. I mean, you know, I did get, you know, I did grow up with Aaron Rodgers and, you know, some, you know, some of the, late 2000s 2010s qbs too that that were a little bit better at that stuff but i mean i'm talking about like the early and mid 2000s qbs are not doing that <laughs> i mean Pat, patrick is just an amazing amazing player he really is but I, I i as 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 much of a fan as i am watching him look the chargers blew this game let's just call let's just cut to the chase the chargers blew this game oh, yeah. oh there's no oh, question yeah. about it Excuse me, folks. Folks, if, if Patrick Mahomes hits you in the hands with three passes, you got to catch him. I'm sorry. You just do. Yeah. Uh, Asante yeah. Jr., I, I know his daddy was a great player. Believe me, I know his daddy was a great player, two-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 his daddy was great. And, and frankly, you know his daddy because of the one play he didn't make in 2008 on the sideline. That would have secured yeah. his third Super Bowl championship. And a nineteen and zero season, like I mean, I mean, Asante Junior comes from a pretty good family, a really good pedigree of defensive back. But I mean, he he his hands sometimes elude him. I mean, the the second one, the second one was worse than the first one because he was housing that, like he he was piecing them out, like he was. He could have moonwalked maybe from the 40-yard line. There wasn't a red right. jersey within the city limit of Kansas City anywhere near him. Okay? Right. Like, no one was going to touch him. 
like like that that's the thing with guys like Patrick and Aaron Rodgers like guys if they're going if he's going to throw you the ball you got to catch it because he's not going to throw you many he's really really not you got to catch the ball and they didn't do it um nope. so that that's the Chargers defense look Justin Herbert Justin Herbert just that dude man I, I just I'm telling you I I, I really yeah. like this guy I don't know how you feel about him I, I I really like this dude right here. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Winning me over, man. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no he, he, he definitely showed a Matthew Stafford that type of game. I mean, he had broken ribs and everything. He's yep. still out there taking hits. Yeah. But I, everybody was trying to blame Gerald Everett. He really shouldn't have thrown it to him. No, I, no. No, but he was under duress ball. again. But, yeah, but you he, know, he had to do what he had to do. Everett was on the field, then, you know, you got to throw it to him. Yeah, so. but yeah, but the problem with the pick six was I watched the replay. I'm like, Justin, you threw it right to him. He, he threw it right to him. Like, like, like the Everett, like wasn't Everett was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, why are you? What What are you doing? What are you doing, Justin? Her- I mean, that my only problem with him is this guy turns the ball over a lot. He 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 turns the ball over a lot. That's the only problem I have with Justin Herbert. The guy the guy has proven that in big games he's a big time player. He shows up and he he rises to the occasion. When it when he when he needs to, you know. But at the end of the day, the Chargers. I mean, I I'm high on the Chargers, but I'm just high, I'm really more high on Herbert personally than the Chargers team. And I got that my buddy uh my buddy J C uh my buddy J C Jackson, the dirty turp and former Patriot over there. I mean, <laughs> Matt Patrick Patrick burnt him for a touchdown. I mean, you know, just. But but it, it was a really good game, I think. But the Chargers gotta really, they they gotta get it together, man, because they're you're, they're going to be in a lot of prime time games. And again, I'm still not over Brandon Staley from last year against the Chiefs oh, and yeah, the Raiders. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, like I like like you have to prove this to me, man. Like 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 you 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 got to be kidding me with this. You you could have made the playoffs. If you had beaten the Chiefs, you missed by one game, and the one game probably was when you were going on fourth down on your own 15-yard line in the first quarter against exactly. Patrick Mahomes. What are you doing? What what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like what? Seriously, what are you doing? Like, like I, I just, I just, there's just questions that I, they're just questions I, I have about Brandon Staley that I don't have about the rest of the team um but I, I don't like that coach so, so i always go with the try and true on that from that standpoint really really good game uh next thursday night will be the steelers and the brown cleveland that uh, that's that's gonna be a pretty pretty impressive game right there too uh but yeah let, let, let's uh we'll, we'll talk about that thursday night we'll talk about thir- thursday night on the 100 show um uh, uh for for the podcast here but as far as this week is concerned we're, we're, we're going to start with the sunday slate here we're going to start in baltimore uh really good game actually you, first of all you picked some really good games i will say this you you <laughs> in full disclosure you picked games and they were they, they were outstanding so i will grant you that uh 
Let me look up right here. Where is the Dolphin spread? Here it is. Ravens minus three and a half. It's in Baltimore. Tua, Tyreek, they're coming to town. Who do you have Sunday on CBS, Ravens and Dolphins? I think that's going to be a showcase game. Looking at the uh, new mobile quarterback evolution, uh, Lamar Jackson is doing, he's going to do wonders, even though he's not under contract yet. He's going to do amazingly well. Tua is finally settled down. He's got, um, he did a pretty good number against the Patriots defense last week. Uh, you got Waddle involved and uh, the tight end as well, Giuseppe. I think Tua's finally, you know, the, the whole world slowed down for Tua a bit. And I think he's really uh, up to par and up for the challenge now. Miami's defense is going to be the question. And uh, Jackson with these new receivers, particularly Bateman, is going to have to show and prove what they could do without Hollywood Brown, now not in the uh, roster anymore. But I think, you know, what's uh, the Ravens, what their key problem last year was all their injuries. And they're out to prove that to say, hey, if we weren't injury free, we're really a team to deal with. We've got a good defense and we can run the ball and they can run the ball without Lamar Jackson as well. So I think uh, the Ravens have to establish that run. They did a good job. It's against the Jets, so we can't really do but so much, you know, with that kind of measurement. But um, I think if they can establish the run against the Dolphins defense, which is pretty good, and Jackson's able to spray the ball around, I think the Ravens have a better shot to pull that one out. So here's the thing. I agree uh, to some extent because, look, I'm going to pick the Ravens in this ballgame here. And and, and here's the thing. First of all, you know, well, first of all, Baltimore is in a really nice state because the Orioles, I mean, as much as, you know, the Ravens are a huge staple of that town, the Orioles are in in a pennant chase so that the city's in a great spot right now, you know. Now, will the Orioles make the playoffs? I'm not sure, but you know, they 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 personally have revived the city because Baltimore was not in a great spot after losing <laughs> after losing the last four games, missing the playoffs by a game or two, having literally no running backs whatsoever. Their quarterback got hurt, and I mean, so last year was just a disaster for them, and then well whatever you want to say, did Lamar not take, did Lamar, did Lamar not take $250 million? Like, I, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever way we want to spin it, Lamar's not under contract. Now, um, the problem with the Baltimore Ravens is, you know, not, not with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is, he's got two years of being franchised too so technically the ravens have his rights for a long time now um lamar knows this uh he doesn't want to talk about it anymore i I can't say i blame him um as far as last week last week's games are concerned look Tua did a nice number on us no question about it but our defense hung in there i mean let's be let's be frank you only scored 20 points i mean uh, you know Tua Tua was not that impressive to me, as far as I'm concerned, uh, but 
I will say having Tyree Kill and uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle on the same field is very impressive and is terrifying for even the best defenses in the league because y- y- the problem is your corners are never ever going to be as fast as the two of them. That's the problem. And Marlon Humphrey is a hundred million dollar corner, an All Pro player, a really really good player, maybe one of the top two or three corners in football. Good luck covering Tyreek Hill. Good luck to you. I don't, I'm not sure. Marcus Peters, Marcus Peters still there. I think Marcus Peters is still there. Good luck covering Jalen Waddle because y'all are going to need it. Uh, to be quite honest, if I was the Ravens defense, I'd bracket cover. I'd bracket uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek, and uh, I'd take my chances with everybody else. Um, at the end of the day, I trust Tua. I, tr- I trust Lamar. A little more than Tua. I think it's going to be a great game. I think Baltimore, Baltimore is going to win this ball game right here. Um, but I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think it's going to going to be a blowout. I think Miami will make a a definite good uh, good showing of themselves. No question about it. But at the end of the day, um, I, I'm going to stick with the tried and true method. Uh, Lamar has been there and done that. Tua has not won a big game really when he needs to win a big game. He hasn't done so not yet. I know it's week two. So, you know, this is not exactly the end all be all for Tua, but it'd be a really good idea for the Dolphins to win this game because you do play in the division with the Buffalo Bills, who we'll get to uh, at a later date uh, uh, in a few minutes on the show. So I'm going to pick Baltimore in this game. Any, any, yeah. last, any last any last words on this one? Or you want? No, to... you're you're really uh, uh, well said on your side as well. I mean, the only person I'm worried about on Miami is if they got that running game together with Kenyon Drake. Um, I think that he's been a a key integral part, but I think Baltimore still will pull it out and they, they'll show up. Their defense will definitely show up. So I, I'm agreeing with you. I go with Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, Baltimore is uh, definitely. Definitely the the pick in this game, you know. I, I think Miami might cut Miami might cover the cover the three and a half. I mean, I would I, I'm not gonna say my at Baltimore gonna blow them out or anything like that. I think it's gonna be a really close game. I think it's gonna be a really good game, no question about it. And 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 the life and the life size crab cake will be rocking tomorrow <laughs> afternoon at one o'clock. It's gonna be a beautiful beautiful day. I think in the the, the DC era. I think it's. The weather's not going to be a fact. Yeah, eighty six and sunny tomorrow. So yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be yeah. beautiful. I think that those folks are going to be ready to support the Baltimore Ravens because, like I said, the Orioles are also in a pennant chase. So Baltimore is going to be rocking, and 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 we, we know that stadium gets really loud, like like really yeah. loud. I mean, it's not. I mean, and, and you know, you know, and, and, well, we 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 sometimes forget like. Maryland and being the being the stepchild of the Northeast, it's like, yeah, no, like this state has like real legitimate fans. Like these <laughs> people support their team. Like they love their teams, bro. Like, like this is not this is not gonna be. It's not like in Washington. Technically, they play in Maryland too, but it's not like with the Commanders where it's like, oh, wait, when the Cowboys and the Eagles come to town, it's like eighty percent Eagle fans. Right, yeah. <laughs> like no, like you know, yeah. When Washington plays Jacksonville, yeah, the whole stadium was burgundy and gold. 
I mean, it, it was great to see, frankly. It, it, I, I love seeing that. Come support your team. Like, you know, that, that, so Baltimore is going to be ready to rock tomorrow, but I'm glad we're on the same page there. All right, let's go to the next game here. Um, we'll, we'll leave the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys next, uh, but we're going to go to San Francisco here. Seattle, San Fran, and here's the deal with this game. Uh, San Fran is laying nine and a half points at home. So, so take that what you take take that what you want. Um, the, the the number's nine and a half. I, I don't really know what to tell you on that. Um, and then they're playing Geno Smith coming off a great comeback and one of the coldest mic drops I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep, yeah. they wrote me off, but I ain't right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you talk that talk, Gino. What you got in this game? Uh, it, it, I think nine and a half is a screamingly loud and says something. Vegas must know something that we don't. I didn't think San Fran was that impressive uh, in their first opener and stuff. I, I really don't. I am. I mean, I can understand Seattle was going crazy and obviously it was the Russell Wilson coming back home type prodigal son type of game and stuff. But uh, I think the, the Seattle had a pretty sound defense, though. They pretty much locked up all the receivers and, you know, Russell had a ton of receivers to throw to and they rocked up the running game as well. So Geno Smith showed a lot of uh, courage and he knew what he was against. He knew nobody thought they were going to win. The Pete Carroll played the whole, you know, the world, us against the world type mentality. But I mean, if San Fran goes, takes another loss, though, that, that's going to be something critical. I mean, I don't think everybody's on board with San Fran. Uh, like I said last week, Debo Samuel was trying to get out of there faster than anything. They lost about at least six guys. Uh, Kittles is back, perhaps, uh, would make a difference. But I'm not, everybody's not on board with Trey Lance. And Trey Lance to get Trey Lance nine and a half points, that's a lot. <laughs> yes, they played in the rain in Chicago and it was just a deluge and downpour. Nobody could have played, especially the first game of the season, uh, in that kind of conditions. But I don't see Trey Lance getting nine and a half points against this uh, uh, Seattle. So I'll definitely take Seattle with the points for sure. Who to win the game? I think it's, it's really going to come down to Geno Smith. And if Geno Smith can handle it, his chemistry with um, his receivers are going to be the key thing and stuff. And he looked pretty solid last week. Looks like they didn't lose a step. And uh, what's Metcalf? Metcalf, sorry. Yeah, Metcalf. Yeah. He yeah, had a great day. He had a great game. Now, I was really shocked to see that because I would thought he would be taking a step back, especially fantasy point-wise with Geno Smith. But it looked like he had an excellent game. So uh, I, I think Seattle has a lot to prove. They got a chip on their shoulder. They have to show something. And San Fran's probably going to have a lot more pressure on them. So I'm going to lead towards probably an upset special. I might have to get back to you on this, but I, I'm thinking more towards the upset happening here. Wow. Now that I think about it, in uh, Seattle, <clears throat> though on the road and not having the, the 12th man like they did last week, they might have to, you know, show that they could do something on the road as well. And usually Seattle and uh, San Fran always comes down to a battle. So 
I'll definitely take Seattle for the points, and I'll lean towards Seattle for the win. But uh, I'll put my finger on it for sure at the end of the show. Though. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, definitely. You know, take 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 a break here. I'll to get you get you a little break here. That's great analysis by you. And let me just pick up right where you left off. Look, I, I to be frank, I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure to be honest who who was really going to do well in that weather. <laughs> Um, that, that was, that, that was amazing. That was amazing to watch. It really was. Um, you know, that, that, that was, whoa, you know, so I, I, I'm like, goodness gracious, you, you, you really, I mean, Justin Fields, uh, who I love just, just, you know, we'll, we'll get to the bears at probably another show. Uh, you know, if they have a game where, you know, cause they do play on Sunday night football against the Packers and, uh, the Packers are getting just as big of a number, uh, by the way. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see about that. Look, here, here, I don't have a lot to say on this game. Basically, all my stuff is going to be from the San, uh, San Fran side of things. Look, Trey Lance, man, like, I hate to say it, dude. Like, it's not your fault you were good enough to be drafted with the third pick in the draft. Um, it's not your fault that COVID hit and you only played one game of football in three years. Like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not Trey Lance's fault, but I will say, I I mean, the 49er fans are ruthless, man. They're trying to win a championship. They they ain't got time for you to grow up. (laughs) Like you got to be good, man. Like you got a veteran team that really cares about you and wants you to succeed. You have a coach that wants you to succeed, but they also signed Jimmy Garoppolo back. Uh, <clears throat> Dallas, <clears throat> get on the phone, Dallas. <clears throat> get Jimmy G, you know, because Cooper Rush ain't going to do it for you. I'm just saying. It is, it's not going to happen. Get on the phone. Look, and by the way, we'll get to Dallas in a minute, Uncle Jamie. I don't know. I, I, before I continue on this, I just want you what, just to say right from the start, that if Dak Prescott is coming back after four after four weeks after he broke his thumb, like so somebody, I, I don't believe it for a second, and that's the bottom line. He's not coming back. He's not coming back in four weeks. And then you're gonna put him. And, and then you mean to tell me he's gonna be? He broke his thumb week one, and the game you want him back with is against Aaron Donald in L.A. against the world champion Rams. I mean, it's, it's just it's just a disaster. It, 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 no, we'll get to Dak Prescott in just a second. As for this game, look, I think San Fran's going to win this ball game. They're not going to cover nine and a half points. They're I'm sorry, that's just a big number. I'm not I'm not picking. I, I'm not trusting Trey Lance enough to 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 cover nine and a half points at home. Sorry, that's just a little too much for me. Can't do it. Now, might bet it down. Right, better down to six and a half. Hey, better down to five. Better, better down to seven. Maybe three, even if you really just want. If you really just want to be cute, just maybe better down to three. You know, take the loss on the money, but <laughs> better, better down to three. Maybe take the under in that ball game. You're good to go. Um, San Fran needs this game. Um, but Uncle Jamie, I think uh, another thing we should talk about real quick with this game. Are are we sure the NFC West is good? Are we is the NFC West good? Like, like can you answer that for me? Is it, is it, is I, I, are, are it's hard bad? to it's hard to tell at this young stage, but everybody's took a step back but the Rams. 
Well, you right. Seattle lost Russell. San Francisco can't figure it out. And the Cardinals are up in the air as far as management and player up relations. I mean, up in the air. I, I mean, the Cardinals are <laughs> on good. The Cardinals not. The Cardinals aren't any good. The Rams. The Cardinals. Now, mind you, the Cardinals started off what seven, eight, and oh, nine and oh, eight, eight like and oh last year. Yes, they did. They started off eight yeah, and oh last I mean, year. Yeah, the, the philosophy's working, and it, but it's now up to the management versus player relations. I mean, that's going to be the cold thing. Yeah, settlement and agreement that was that went kind of left. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't know if that's going to play out onto the field. We'll see, but yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a shootout like it was. It's going to oh, be Rams and probably one other team out of those three. Yeah. to go to the playoffs and stuff. But, you know, it's not yeah. definitely the AFC West is definitely more exciting. Oh, no NFC. question. That's the best division in football right there. There's no question about that. So, look, uh, we, so we can get back to – can we really get to the games that we really want to talk about here? I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with um, San Fran to win this ball game because they need it more. Uh, Seattle would be a really good story. Trading away Russ started off 2-0, and but I don't think – I, I don't think we we think that Seattle's a very good football team or will be a very good football team. Um, and that's just where the way I see it when it from that standpoint. So I think we're both on the San Fran train as well. All right. <clears throat> Before we get to the national CBS game and the two Monday night games, I want to take a break to tell you that this is the Always 100 podcast live on a Saturday afternoon for week two in the NFL. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio, including the McKenzie Report Facebook group and Anchor FM under the name Always 100 Podcasts. This is episode 99 of the show. Thank you all very much for the support over the years. We greatly appreciate it, and we hope you like what we have to offer you guys. Okay, Jamie, uh, it's, it's it's our contractual time of the show. You know what time that is. We got to talk about the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, oh, dang. <laughs> I, I know. Mom's not, not even here. Mom's not here to sit up here and uh, talk about uh, talk about the Cowboys today. So we're just going to have to do it for her. So here we go. Uh, the Bengals and the Cowboys, Uncle Jamie. It's in Dallas. Um, the be- uh, Look, look. Uh, if Dak Prescott was playing, I'm not sure this line would be what it is. Um, but what the Bengals are laying seven points in Dallas. Wow. On the road. Wow. wow. Yeah. Technically, wow. that's 10 points, right? You start out at three. Home. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. It'd be, it, so it, they're you saying. Start out with, the home team three yeah. and then go from yep. there. They're saying so, wow, with, in Cincinnati with, with Cooper Rush at quarterback, the, Cowboy, the, the Bengals would be a 10-point 10 10 favorite at home. So they're getting seven what? points on the road. Jamar Chase taking shots at Trayvon Diggs, who who has smartly not said a word back. Don't don't do it. Don't don't do it. Trayvon Diggs, don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just 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 don't. Just 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 don't do it. It's it's okay. I mean, this is LSU right. Alabama hatred. They all hate each other down south. They they they're all all those college teams hate each other's guts, and I love it. I, I love Jack- it. I I true I, I do I I really do I love it but um here here's the deal um 
you, you know what the deal is with the Cowboys. You know what the deal is with the Bengals. So give me what, what you got in this game. I think we're going to agree on this game is going to win too. But, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, everybody's saying the sky is falling. The sky is falling. I think it's only week one. I think Dallas, what they have to do is run the ball. I mean, everybody's talking about Dak, 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 Dak. Uh, okay, he's gone six to eight weeks, eight weeks the longest, eight weeks the season is 17 weeks. So you still, you know, try to get through this eight weeks or seven weeks with, you know, a decent record and stuff. And the one thing they could do, Dallas defense has to step up. If Dallas defense can step up, they did a great job against Brady last week to some points they let things go and some blown coverages. And that was the difference of the game, but really uh, overall, you know, I think they, they can really, if they clamp down on the uh, Bengals receivers, they have to keep that uh, game within reach. Because once they start blowing it out and, and if people go crazy and chase, Jamar Chase goes off and rest the Boyd and the rest of the receiving core goes crazy, then there's no way you can play catch up with Cooper Rush. That's just the way it is. I don't even know who's on, who's the Dallas receivers at this point because everybody's hurt or out or sick or something. So <laughs> it's just on to CeeDee Lamb all, all the time. And I really don't think that was the wise move. He's, he's a great slot, but he's the number one receiver. I'm, I, no, I don't think so. Even Dak without so that. Yeah, he's, he's so not either. he's not the number one. No. And then tight end has to produce. Schobert, he's yeah. okay, but, you know, he's there, but he's not there, and sometimes he is. But, you know, he's not making me forget Jay Novacek and all the rest of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good call. So they, they have to, it's a good call. They have to run the ball, and they have they to do. spread the ball around and stuff. And got to stay out of, A, getting blown out, B, getting third and longs, and You're definitely right. got to stay. Keep the, take the pressure off Cooper Rush. Rush right. That's stay. exactly right. Think that, Otherwise... Think- you know, the Bengals, the Bengals just got that offense just right. high-powered, ready to run, and they're ready to just go right. deep every time, every second. And that's the bad thing about it. And, it, right. and it's good. They can run the ball if they feel like it. They can sweep. They can run up the middle. They can do, you know, short passes. Anything they can do, they can do. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and look, I, I mean, I think, I think you and I, like I said, I think you and I are on the same page as far as, Who's who's going to win this ball game here? Now, what I will say, what I what I will say, and in all fairness, I, I think the line is getting a little out of hand because, look, the Bengals were laying seven points against the Steelers too. Yeah, that 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 line got as much as seven and a half. Yeah, and they lost outright. Mind you, they lost outright. They not only did they not cover the spread, they lost the ball game. Now, mind oh, yeah, you, no. now, now mind you, Evan McPherson. Who could who couldn't miss if he wanted to in the playoffs? Right. This dude right here was shaking the ball left and right and center. I mean, he 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 looked like he was a Cincinnati Red at Great American Ballpark, hitting the pull, hitting the home run to the, to, to the left to the left field stands out there. I mean, what I mean, what what was that? I mean, I mean to tell you, I, it was it. I, I was I was in I was in the sports book, and we were all just in shock. Of what we were, we couldn't believe what we were watching. We we're just like, "Are you kidding, dude? Are you serious right now? Like, is this happening again? Like, like, what is it with Cincinnati and these kickers? Where both kickers 
decide that the demons get to them and right. they can't make a kick. I don't get this. Okay. But here's what I do get. And here's why the Cowboys really plus seven plus seven might not be such a bad bet. I don't think the Cowboys are winning this football game. There's no question. There's no question. The Cowboys ain't winning this football game. But if they are going to win this football game, here's what they're going to do. And here's what they need to do. Uh, they, they need to go up to Zeke Elliott and say, son, you better ice up now because you're getting 30 carries. You're getting 30 carries, Zeke. You're getting Easy. 30 carries. That's what you're getting. 30. Like, I, I we will run. Uh, Joe Burrow can sit up there and look at the big jumbo screen all day long. I could care less. You're getting 30 carries. That, that that's, what, that's the first thing you need to tell Zeke. The second thing you need to tell the Dallas Cowboys is, uh, Trevon Diggs, son, you better get your track shoes on. You're going to have your hands full. <laughs> you're going to have your hands full. That, that's Jamar Chase. Go get him. Like, look, look, that's your guy, bud. Uh, we'll, we'll help you as much as you can with safety help, but that's your dude. Go get him. I, you know, sorry. Like, you know, at the end of the day, they did that with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. They had two, he had two for 21. Now, now let, now let's be fair. Do we think that's ever happening again? Is Justin Jefferson going to be held at 21 yards receiving many times in his life? No, we all know that. Are we going to sit up here with a straight face on this show and say J Jamar Chase is going to be held at 20 yards receiving by Trevon Diggs? I mean, please, let's just, let's just let's not be ridiculous. The man, the man's outstanding. Uh, Jamar Chase is outstanding, and so and so is Trevon Diggs. It's going to be a great matchup. This is what this is what the league should be. Mono a mano. That bro is one of the best corners in the game against one of the best receivers in the game. Go at it all day long, one on one coverage. Who, who who's better? Joe Joe Burrow loves him. He's gonna throw him the ball. Okay, Jervon, you gonna get tested, bro? You, you you that dude or ain't you? Go go get him. Now, the good news with the Dallas Cowboys is, uh, hey, hey Uncle Jamie, I, I I was told that the Cincinnati Bengals upgraded their offensive line. I was told that. Yeah. Did, did you watch Sunday? Did, did, you, did yeah. you watch that game last Sunday? Yeah. Did you watch that yeah. game last Sunday? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did, did you see an upgraded offensive line? Uh, no, I okay. did not. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, Joe, Joe Burrow's off and running already to get sacked. Yeah. 75. First, in the first week of the season. He got yeah. sacked seven times. I mean, what is this? What is this, Cincinnati? What are you doing? What are you doing to this guy? Then get get somebody that can block for him, please. This is embarrassing. And, and you and look, you thought Micah Parsons had a day against Tom Brady. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what Micah Parsons is fixing to do to Joe Burrow if uh -huh. he gets a hold of him? Mm. He had two sacks on Tom. He had two sacks on Tom Brady, and he missed him another time. He probably could have had three. He missed right. him another time. And and, and, and by the way. That Bucks offensive line is miles better than Cincinnati. So the Dallas yes. Cowboys defense might have a field day. I'm just telling you, they might just have a field day. I, I, yeah. The problem is, I just don't think I, 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 I hate, I hate ever being a Cowboys game under the total. I really do. But unfortunately, I just, I just think, I just, I just think that the Dallas Cowboys, with unfortunately, with the fact that they have one receiver that you've heard of anyway all right like like if i if i'm the cincinnati Bengals secondary look well well first of all eli apple gets to cover cd lamb so um if cd lamb is going to prove he's a number one receiver well he need to dust him 
he just need to dust him. I, I'm just telling you. I'm just have to be honest with you, Uncle Jamie. Yeah, we we did see Eli Apple in the Super Bowl, right? We we, we did yeah. see that. We we did see yeah. that, right? Okay, yeah. okay. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying Eli Apple just not that dude, bro. No, he, he, he not he not that dude, man. I just it's what it is. CD Lamb could have his way against him. So we'll see. I like I, I like I, I'm more interested in this game. Just because, like, we know that Cincinnati's probably going to win this ball game. There's no question about it. Uh, but I think what we're, you know, I think what you and I really are more interested in is can the Cowboys keep it close? Can they get it to the fourth quarter in our last, you know, five, six minutes with a chance to win the game? Can they do that? I think, yes, they can do that. I, I absolutely think they can do that, but it's going to have to be with running the football, get it, keeping Joe Burrow off the field, and that defense just raring to go. If Joe Burrow is in a passing down, Micah Parsons need to line up on the edge and go get him. Go get him. Like, don't be cute. No, no. Line the brother on the edge and say, go get the quarterback. Like, there you well, go. Taylor style, yeah. Yeah, there's Joe Burrow. Go get him! Like, like, like it, just, it just is what it is. I mean, the Cowboys have a decent yeah, one job. Yeah, right. One you job. have like the defensive line is good enough. The front four is good enough to wreak havoc. I mean, against good teams, they're good enough to wreak havoc. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. We're, we're both gonna pick the Bengals in this game. I'm pretty sure we'll we'll, we'll make that final pick uh, in, in a few minutes here, but. Um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I, I need to like, we need to like, just pump the brakes a little bit here, man. Like we're, 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 we're a little too quick to write the Cowboys off. They still do play in the NFC East, by the way. Yes. They play in the NFC East folks. Yeah. They're not in the AFC West. They're not in the AFC East even. See in the AFC East, the Patriots might be an eight and nine team. And they'll 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 be five games behind the Buffalo Bills, who has absolutely no they, they have no chance of winning that division at all. The Cowboys at eight and nine might win the NFC East because that's how horrific that that division is. Okay, that's, that's sorry, Uncle Jerry. You know I'm right. I uh, I don't know. The the Eagles look damn good this year. Well, uh, well, well don't worry. Don't don't worry. That's the that's the next, well, actually actually let me ask you this. Do you want to do you want to do Titans Buffalo first? You want to do Eagles? We're going to do Eagles, uh, Minnesota first. We'll do Titans. Titans Buffalo. look good. Yeah, okay. Titans, Buffalo. Okay, Titans, Buffalo. Cool. So we'll make our picks for these games, folks, at the end of the show. So thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 99 of the Always 100 podcast. And that takes us to Monday Night Football. Apparently, there are two games. There weren't two games last week, but there are two games this week. Yeah. Very strange. Don't very know strange. why. Don't know why. And we'll usually they give it to us in week one, and they give us a time differential because of the West Coast, East Coast yeah. thing. Yeah. This time it's 8 o'clock, 7.30, and 8.15. Yeah, 7, 7.30 and 8, 8.30, yep, on ESPN. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the first game is Titans-Buffalo on ESPN. The other game with Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and Lisa Salters, Minnesota, and the the Philadelphia Eagles – from the link in Philadelphia, ringing the bell all over the place in Philadelphia. Um, that's on ABC, folks. So you get to take the NFL says you can take your pick: Titans, Buffalo, or Joe Buck, Troy Aikman in Philly at eight thirty. If you want to wait about a four, wait forty five minutes. 
on ABC. So take your pick. So we're going to start with the less enticing game because Buffalo is a 10 point favorite, Uncle Jamie. I, I mean, let, let's just cut to the chase. Buffalo might be might be one of the two or three best teams in the league. They're a 10 point favorite at home. Buffalo is about to yeah, you want to talk about a really loud place. Ooh, Buffalo. Oh, baby. You, you don't think these yeah. people in Western New York ready to ready to explode for this team? Boy, I'll tell you. And to see what they did, and by the way, can I, didn't I tell you that 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 Buffalo Rams game was just going to be a glorified home game for Buffalo? Did you see all the I, blue I and red? I was counting. I was counting the Buffalo Bills. Did, 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 you, hear, yeah. did you hear all the blue and red? Did you hear Bills Mafia out there? Did you see it? Did you see yes. it? Okay, because because I saw it too. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean. I mean, it was blue and red all over the place out there. I mean, which which is really embarrassing for Los Angeles, especially if you're the defending world champions. This is really embarrassing. That I mean, that, that, uh, Uncle Jamie, you know what? You know what I do know? You know when the Giants won your two Super Bowls and you had the home game on Thursday night? You know what I noticed? Your your, your whole your whole stadium was filled with Giants fans. Oh yeah, you know what the Patriots? You know you know what the Patriots? Had their had their Super Bowl thir- Thursday night games, and uh, did did did, did you, uh, little uh, Chiefs fans are everywhere, but there were a lot more of our fans in there. Hey, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, you know, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in the league, you think you think the Eagles fans was about to take some pride and let Falcon fans go run up in into Philadelphia and take that stadium over? What what you think this is? That stadium was no. green everywhere, green, a shade of green. Why in LA can't y'all get y'all team to support you? I have no idea. That and, and th- these are the defending world champions, and the Buffalo Bills went to your building, beat the brakes off you. First of all, they beat beat you down. I mean, in a very unceremonious fashion, I might might add, and then took your stadium over on top of that. That's just embarrassing. Okay. A- anyway, well, well, well <laughs> I'll, I'll rant on 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 the state of LA sports fans and football fans later, but. Buffalo and Tennessee, uh, favorite Buffalo favored by ten. And uh, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's an overstatement too. I mean, ten points is a lot. I know it's in Buffalo, blah blah blah. But the Titans also came off; they were the number one seed last year, coming off last year, and they just got better. I mean, I don't know what happened last week. The Giants did a heck of a job stopping Derrick Henry, keeping them to under a hundred point, a uh, hundred yards. But they also pulled it out at the end. But at times, uh, Tana, uh, Ryan Tannehill looked pretty good. And they were actually up by, I think it was 21 to 7 at one point in time. So they, they were pretty, I've had a good lead. The defense just got tired, maybe the heat. I'm not sure. But um, uh, 10 points is kind of high. Buffalo, since that Kansas City game in the playoffs, uh, they got a chip on their shoulders and they deserve it. So, your whole season came down to a coin flip, and that's just not fair. No way you could slice it. So they came in with an attitude and, and you know, a force that we're going to set the tempo and set what's going on from the jump. You know, we're not going to wait for you guys to come back and tie us up in overtime and anymore. That's not even going to be an option. So that's what they came into L.A. and went on the road, cross-country, essentially, and just destroyed the Rams on national television. They said, the heck with it. We're going to make a statement here. We're going to let everybody know who we are and what we are. And we're taking this thing. 
And I think that's the attitude that they're going to have as well. Well, what that translates to at home now is going to be a good question in decision-making. I think they, the, the big key, again, can they run the ball? That's always been a question with Buffalo up and down and throughout the thing. That's their one uh, Achilles heel right now. Can they actually run the ball and keep uh, Derrick Henry and the rest of the Titans offense off the field? And I don't think so. Well, they would have to, you know, spread the ball around, keep the Titans offense good. Daniel Jones looked good at times. They got a lot of pressure on him, obviously. But when he did throw the ball, he got a Sterling Shepard wide open at one play and a couple other good drives as well. So clearly the Titans don't have to worry about the Buffalo's running game. And hopefully that won't be a factor because the Buffalo can't really and control the ball I think they'll pull it out at the end I don't think it'll be 10 points I, I, I can't see a blowout here I think the Titans defense had a you know a day off as far as the running stopping the run last week but they don't have to worry about it this week and I think you know Tannehill will do a much better job as far as protecting the ball and Derrick Henry should get back on track so 10 points is too much I'll take the Titans with the points but I think Buffalo will definitely win the game yeah, uh, again, you you and I are really. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I need to find Thank games we're going to disagree with here. Can we? Are we going to find <laughs> games we're, we're going to disagree with out here? I don't. I don't think so. I think. Look, I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. I, I'm going to just you know do a little bit something different and not give typical analysis. Because Buffalo's better than Tennessee. They, they just are. I mean, it just is what it is. It, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, here's what I will say. Uh, Josh Allen need to start. Look, I don't know if the Pagula family is is really happy with the fact that their their six year two hundred and fifty eight million dollar quarterback is taking ten hits a game running the football. Um, I I don't think uh Mister and Mrs. Pagula are very thrilled about that. So, Josh Allen, I'd be very diplomatic with running the football because uh, getting hit by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey 10 times, yeah, man, you're a young guy. You're six foot six to 250 pounds. You're a big stud of a man. Like, we all know that. Uh, but you're still a human being, and those hits hurt a lot. And the Pagula family's like, hey, 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 hey buddy. No, <laughs> no, uh, no, sir. No, no, I don't. We don't want that. We we don't want that at all, actually. Um, so just uh, try Josh Allen to slide maybe a little bit more instead of trying to body bag people every play. Which he he did put that boy. He he did throw that boy out the club, Uncle Jamie. He didn't have to do that boy like that. He 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 threw that boy out the club. The other the other night, which was pretty- oh, that was posterized. Oh my gosh! That oh, was, he, he he did that. That was one of my picks of the week for Don't sure. Do that. Don't oh, do like, that, Josh oh, Allen. You had to do hole. that boy like that. Air hole. Oh my god! Oh, Barry. He threw that boy out the club. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I, I I look. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen, man. I'm telling you. I, I'll tell you what. I, I root against the Buffalo Bills, but. Man, that's just because I'm a Patriots fan, man. Like, I don't have anything against them, really. 
Uh, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is really underrated. Look, the Tennessee Titans gave up 21 points. I mean, their defense did show up. Now, in fairness, they were playing Daniel Jones, and that's not saying a whole lot. Uh, because because you, you, look, Uncle Jamie, look, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna I would be nice to you because because you've been a very supportive of this show. But uh, Brian Dayball ain't like your other coaches. He he cursed that man out on live television. You, did you see him curse him out? Did yes. you see? Yes. Did you see yes. what he did? Okay. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I know you. And you see how he responded though. Yeah, did you see how Daniel Jones responded in the yes, last drive? Yes, he, he said, did. "Okay, it is on my shoulders. Yes, Let me get this ball in." Right. No, no, and I and I absolutely agree, and I and I and I like that, and there's no question about that. Daniel Jones showed me a little something that he got some heart and some character. We appreciate that. But Brian Dayball not playing with you. Brian Dayball not playing around with you, Daniel, Daniel Jones. He's not playing with you. He he, no. he tired of seeing you turn the ball over, man. He, these people, the Giants fans are sick of it. They 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 trying to run you up out of here, dog. Like I need you to understand that. Like they they're yeah. not playing with you. Like like if Tyron wasn't hurt, hell, he might he might even be the starter right now. If Tyron wasn't hurt, okay. Like Daniel Jones is on a time clock <laughs> as far as yeah. far as us concerned. Oh but yes, the, the Titans the Titans defense showed up, played pretty well. I mean, look. Allowing 165 yards to Saquon Barkley, I mean, I just Saquon Barkley. So, I mean, let, let's just be honest about this. Saquon Barkley was a top two pick in the draft for a reason. Like, for a reason. He could have been the number one pick. Cleveland wanted to choose Baker Mayfield. Meh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, that didn't work out too good. But, you know, the, the, the I think the Titans might keep it close. The thing is, I can tell you. I can tell you this: the Titans got to score a lot more than twenty points to beat the Buffalo Bills. I'll tell you that much. Twenty points is not going to cut it. I, it's just, it's just not, and you know it's not. Um, I, I think Buffalo. What Buffalo wins by a touchdown for sure. I, I they might they they might cover that ten points. I think because, but because because here's here's the thing: if they have a lead, and you let Vaughn and that pass rush. Start getting after Ryan Tannehill, it, 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 it's it, it might be it might get ugly. I, I mean, and they and they did sack Matt Stafford seven times. So, and that's Matt Stafford on on the world champion. So, so that's uh, not great. Uh, give me Buffalo to win this game. All right, Uncle Jerry, the last one, and then we can pick the slate. The Philadelphia Eagles, your most hated rival. I don't know. It's between the Cowboys and the. It's, I, you know what? Actually, are the for Giants fans, are the Cowboys the most hated rival, or are the Eagles the most hated rival? Uh, the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys for sure. Okay. It's that long term, it's the Cowboys. Short term, it's the, the Eagles. Eagles. The okay. Giants used to own the Eagles all yeah. the year till about '88 with Randall Cunningham turned that around, and yeah. the Eagles pretty much got numbers lately. So yeah, okay. So it's the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, so it's generational, just Cowboys Giants hatred. Yeah, okay. No, I I respect that. I mean, I'm pretty sure Cowboy fans will probably probably say the same thing. I think, but but see, that's why I love the NFC East because all the fan bases can't stand each other, and it's so it sports hatred is just the best thing in the society. It really is. (laughs) I love it. I I love it. Sports hatred is so great. Um, Sure, definitely so. Yeah. So. All right, here we go. Monday night, 
in Philadelphia, the game I will actually be watching. I don't know, but you're probably going to be watching too on ABC Monday night at 8.30. Philadelphia home opener against Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, and the Minnesota Vikings laying the Eagles, laying two and a half points at home. Uncle Jamie, this is the last game of week two. What are your thoughts on this one? It's going to be, uh, I, I hope it's a blow, uh, a shootout, basically. It's time for Kirk Cousins to do what he needs to do. We, we've had enough. Everybody else in that division, the NFC North, have taken a step back, clearly. It is time for the Minnesota Vikings. They always had the defense, always had a running game, always had a wide receiver core. It's time for Kirk Cousins. You gave the guy the keys to the Lamborghini. He just been going off road all the time. He'll drive halfway through the midseason and then he'll just go off course. It's time for him to really take reign and take this game. And this is going to be a statement. I hate to say it's a statement game in week two, but it's a statement game in week two on both sides, really. But Kirk Cousins first, he needs to show that, hey, I got this under control. I'm not managing the clock anymore. I'm not a quarterback manager. I'm a quarterback who gets this team winning this game. He has to have a killer attitude and killer instinct. He's got Dalvin Cook in the backfield, Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen is his second receiver. I mean, Adam Thielen's pretty good, and he's his second receiver. I mean, come on. There's no excuse anymore for Kirk Cousins to be messing up. There's just none. They have to pull it out. They have to do this on the road in front of everybody on national TV. The Eagles are just lock, set, and barrel. It they they look scary. They they look really really scary. As a Giants fan, they look scary. They got AJ Brown now to go along with that, that receiver. That was a rookie receiver last year. Uh, it's too many weapons, and they gave them all these weapons. There is no excuse for anything. Now you got a triple-headed running back in the backfield. You got three runners in the backfield. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. Only thing you have to question about the Eagles is their defense. Is it are the defense getting a little too old? Fletcher Cox has been talking about for over a decade now. I mean, you know, he's is he good? Is he long in the tooth? We're not sure. But they, they didn't refresh the defense so much because they spent so much time on offense. And the offense looks solid. I mean, and it it's just to show everybody at the same time to say, hey, we're here. And we know that Dallas is where Dallas's situation is. And we're here to just take at least the NFC East, if not the whole thing, and make a rerun of it. Even in his rookie season, he still made it to the playoffs. So he only goes up from there, right? It, it's just a matter of who can make the statement first. And I'm hoping this is one of those 45-42 games, to be honest with you, because it looked like it's set up on paper. Both offenses can do that kind of thing. So whose defense is going to step up is the question. And I think the Eagles will probably pull out more stops in the end and get uh, get the victory. Uh, I think it'll be um, Eagles by a close one, probably like a 45-42, like I said. But Eagles yeah. probably pull it out at the end towards the, after a great shootout. But, again, both teams, it's a statement game for both teams to make a name or put out some notice on national television that – this is what we're about. But I'm, I'm pulling for Kirk Cousins, but I got a feeling it's too much power on uh, the Eagles' side. So I'll pull it with the Eagles on this one. 
All right. So here, here, here's the thing. I look, I, I, oh, wow. Uh, I, hmm. This one, this one's tough here. I, I, I'll just openly admit this, this game is really tough for me. Um, because I picked Minnesota, I had them on a parlay that leg hit, uh, you know, green Bay didn't do, do their job to get me to the 45 points I needed. So, you know, that, that was, that wasn't great, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you what the, the Minnesota Vikings have a defense They're there for me, there might not be a better wide receiver duo in the league than Thielen and Jefferson. No question about that. There's absolutely no question about that at all. I absolutely love watching both those guys play. Um, no doubt about it. Good luck to the Philadelphia defensive backs covering those two. Good luck to you. Um, my 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 big problem, simply put, is uh, with these two quarterbacks. It's as simple as that. Um, look, I, I'm a big fan of Jalen. I, I, I like I like Jalen Hurts. I really do. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, he can run the ball. He can throw just well enough. I think, but his but his real deal is with his legs and running and extending plays. And all that good stuff. I really like. He's he almost looks like a, a a more yoked up version of Kyler Murray, really, and with not as strong of an arm. Um, look, Kirk Cousins is the MVP of getting rich because uh, Kirk Cousins is a very very rich man, and I think now that he's sitting up here and actually has a chance to really get, uh some headway here in the playoffs with a team that could be very, very good in the Minnesota Vikings and win the NFC North, because we, we all know it's going to be between the car it's between the Packers and the uh, Minnesota Vikings and the Vikings already have a game on the green Bay Packers. So it's, it's a very important game for both teams. I I'm going to go, I, I'm going to go with Minnesota here. Uh, take, you know, plus three, Minnesota plus three, three and a half, whatever case, whatever the case may be. Um, and, and I think it'll go over 50 and a half, too. I, I think it'll definitely go over 50 and a half. I will say that. Um, I don't think that um, – I, I, I don't think the Eagles' defense is anything to write home about. Um, you had a 38 to 14 lead against the Detroit Lions, and you needed an onside kick to sit up here and just pull the game out after giving up 21 points in the fourth quarter. The, that, it was 38-35. I mean, the, the Lions had a chance to win that ball game. And by the way, we'll get to it another date and time. A little bit more talk about the Lions. I think they're going to be a lot better than people think. I'm just going to tell you that part. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in another show and another date and time. But, um yeah, I think this game is going to be one of the best games of the week. I'm going to pick uh, Minnesota and the over. Okay. Deep ref to tell you that this is the Always 100 podcast. Thank you very much for joining us live on this Saturday afternoon for episode 99 of the Always 100 podcast. Like, subscribe, rate the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, the Kendra Report Facebook group and Anchor FM. Definitely like, subscribe to the show, and we thank y'all very much uh, for joining us 
today. All right, Uncle Jerry, you're off mute. I'm off mute. The scores are ready. Here we go. It's time for picks. I was a 500. I was 500. I don't know what what you were last week as far as I was six and six and I think I only had six wins or something like that. I took a lot of gambles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So. I was a I I got the five hundred with the last two games, so I, I'm kind of glad. But betting wise, didn't do that good. <laughs> didn't do too good betting wise. So so we'll uh we'll probably take a break or you know you know maybe not. You got to learn your dad's secret. He keeps winning every week. I just don't understand. Yeah, well, <laughs> if, if I if I knew my dad if I knew my dad's secret, I'd probably do it too. Maybe, maybe <laughs> because maybe because we know. We know too much. <laughs> right. We, we know too much. Maybe that's why. Pretty that's why we colors know. or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. It is time for picks, Uncle Jerry. We are starting Sunday, one o'clock game. Uh, the first Sunday game, sorry, it's on my sports app. So we're just going to go in the order it has my app in. Patriots Steelers in Pittsburgh. The Patriots, for some ridiculous ridiculous reason our favorite plus two or minus two and a half points can, can you explain to me what first of all really quickly explain to me what vegas is smoking to do that i don't know what they're doing i think you just it's the standard three and a half points for the home team so yeah yeah yeah. The they patriots just took a step favorite. back get into yeah the patriots so, they, so, they, so usually the they'll start at three and a half Oh, the Patriots are favored the on the fa- road. The Patriots are favored by two and a half points on the road. What about oh, this? I have no, oh, no. no. I have no oh, they, no. they have a lot of faith in Mac Jones, I guess. Oh, I think well, they, I don't. They, I, I love Mac. I don't. I, I don't. No. Because it's everything around him. I, I, I love yeah. Mac personally. But, yeah. What, what do you got in this game? Well, it, I don't think the Steelers were that impressive, to be honest with you. They pulled it out at the end, definitely. But uh, I think the Steelers' defense is definitely going to show up. They have to. They know it, and Mike Tomlin knows that. So I think they'll probably give Mac Jones a lot of uh, crazy defenses to look at and cause him into a couple of fum- uh, stumbles here and there. So I-, I wouldn't mind taking the Steelers on this one. Yeah, I-, I-, I am too. I'm taking the Steelers plus the points. I mean, the Patriots – I look, you know, I'm a real fan. I will bet, I will root and support for my team, but I ain't going to tell you I'm not going to pick against my team. I, I, I'm not, I'm not like that. No, if I don't like the matchup, I'm picking against them. I don't like this matchup. Excuse me. The good, the, I, I guess for the Patriots, the only good news is TJ Watt's not there. They got all those other people that get, that get the quarterback. And who is the Patriots? We talk about the Cowboys, who the Cowboys receiver is. Can, can you explain to me who the Patriots have as a receiver that's any good? Yeah. I, please, I, I, I'd i like to know. why. Excuse me, why, why did Kendrick Bourne get two targets right. last week? Can, 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 can somebody explain that to me? I, I, I need some answers because I don't know what the Patriots are doing. I really don't. So, like, it, you know, so it, it, we're, we're, we're in trouble here, man. I'm just telling you, we're 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 in big trouble out here. So uh, uh, I'm gonna pick the Steelers and the under. By the way, Steelers and the under. Wow. All right, Uncle Jamie, your your team hosting the Carolina Panthers, and you guys are not getting the customary three points. You're only getting a point and a half against Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. What do you have uh, in this th- game? 
I got to go with the boys in blue. I think it's going to be a good showdown between uh, McCaffrey and uh, Saquon Barkley. Who can run the ball? Who can stop the run? It's going to be the major focus of it. Both quarterbacks are iffy, shaky. I mean, Wayfield had a good game, okay game with uh, his receiver core. But, you know, it's really going to come down to who can stop the run and who's going to establish the run first. I like the Giants' offensive line more than I like uh, McCaffrey didn't have that great of a running game last week. And uh, the Giants' defense showed up when they needed to. So I'll take the Giants in this one with uh, Saquon going another 100. Uh, I think Saquon goes for another 100 yards. I, I agree there. I don't like your receiving core because, first of all, Kenny Galladay can't stay on the field. And when he is on the field, I don't know if Daniel Jones wants to throw him the football for some reason. You know, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it, it's I don't like your receiving core. I like Saquon Barkley a lot. I like your defense. I do like your defense. That's what I, that's what I do like. I do like your defense. I'll be nice to you. I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't like your receiving core other than Sterling Shepard, but I do like Saquon. Now, is that enough uh, to beat Baker Mayfield? And look, I'd be honest, Baker was absolutely horrific in the first half against the Cleveland Browns. He really, really was. There's no question. But he, he got it together, though. And the problem is Carolina left just enough time, you know, for 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 that Cade York kid for fifty eight yards away. By the way, um, Uncle Jamie. By by the way, we 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 forgot to mention this. You do know Jacoby Brissett was, did did have intentional grounding that they didn't call. Oh, did, did, that that was intentional grounding. Y'all y'all. That, the mail. That was that that was intentional grounding. Hey, yes. hey, 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 folks. Hey, folks, that was that, that was intentional grounding. Yeah. Uh, also, also, also the fact that you, you gave them a fake spike when, when, when they didn't. They didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So Cleveland got Cleveland. I mean, I, you can make a real scenario that Baker Bayfield got worldly shafted the other night in Carolina. I'm just telling you, it just is what it is. Like, I, I'm going to look, I, I'm. I don't trust Baker Mayfield or uh or uh or Daniel Jones really. I, I really don't trust I really don't trust them at all. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm gonna go with Carolina. I'm gonna go back to that well. Uh Carolina plus one and a half. I'm not real confident about it, you know, but I'll I'll see what that is. Next game on the list. My buddy Big Tom, the goat man of the NFL, going to his house of horrors, the Superdome with the voodoo dolls and everything else. Wait, waiting for him. Uh, the Saint, the Saints are plus two and a half at home. And Uncle Jamie, I'm just gonna go right out and tell you this: I'm picking the Saints, and uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm picking the Saints. Until t- look, even Tom Brady got to prove he got he can beat somebody. He can't beat this team. He can't, and you know he can't. It just it, he can't do it. I, I like how many more times do I have to see? Brady get his face kicked in by the Saints. Like even Tom Brady could get his face kick, kick, kicked in by people. I, I I'm sorry. I just I I love Tom, but he's not beating the Saints. I'm going. I'm picking the Saints plus. Well, I'll probably bet it up to three. I take the Saints. What do you got? I agree with you. I think Brady is four and zero against the Saints in the regular season. 
uh, as a buccaneer right now. On four. On four. On four. No, as a saint, as a buccaneer. Yeah, on four. He's on. He's on four. He's at four now. On yeah. four. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's obviously he's beating the Saints with the Patriots. Yes, but yeah, as yes. a buccaneer, he's zero four. Yeah. So then that just says a lot. They got his. They, I don't know if they got his number, but they do have something going on. Lattimore can lock up Mike Evans anytime, any day, any time he wants to. And that's going to be the key factor. Goodwin's out, so we're going to have to see who's Gronkowski's not playing. So yeah, we're going to have to see. Yeah, of course, Gronk is retired. Does Julio Jones step up and make the difference or not? That's yeah. going to be a key factor. And if they do, he did a great job on uh, the other night. But, you know, can he keep that pace up? He is getting older. He is a lot, not as swift as he used to be. So we'll have to see. But I like to see, um, uh, I think the Saints will pull this one out again. Um, I think, um, what's his name? Uh, sorry, the quarterback's name. Jameis. Jameis Winston, yeah. is, he's gotten comfortable. And he's gotten really comfortable. Michael Thomas is back. I like uh, Olave. That's uh, why yep, I was thinking. Yep, 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 Olave, yep. <laughs> Uh, he's doing very well. And then, uh, of course, there's Alvin Kamara. So, you know, I think that's a lot and too much for the uh, the Buccaneers defense didn't look that solid. And I think the Saints can pull this one out yeah. again with yep. their defense against Brady. So I'm going to uh, go with the Saints. As well. I, got, I got the Saints, too. I, I, I do. I got the Saints, man. I, I look, it, and, and, and look, and it's not it's not really a referendum on Tom Brady. It's just. I got a lot of respect for the Saints defense. I mean, it just come to, I mean, point blank period. I think the Saints defense really is, is a really solid group. I just, that's just where I'm at with it. I, I, and look, I, you know, if Tom's going to beat him, I mean, look, he's going to, he's going to need to channel his, you know, mountain of goatness, which is plentiful, even in week two. I mean, look, I think the Bucks are going to, Obviously, the Bucks are going to go to the playoffs. I, I you know, I, I, you know, we're not going to get all bent out of shape about it if they they start one and one. Um, but look, they it would really behoove them to win this game because you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers the next two weeks. Now, now, in fairness, I'm not sure if the Green Bay Packers is really really a good game anymore after watching what I saw the other night. So, yeah, you know, look. I mean, I can see, I can see the Bucks starting two and two. You know, but the the one thing to focus on with this game is there is there is the injury is the injury room. It, it, that's just where I'm at with it. So, all right, let, let's let's breeze through a couple couple of these games here. We'll go get on to the games we all want to talk about here. Uh, Jet Jets Browns. It's in Cleveland. Browns are laying six and a half. What do you got in this game? I'll take the Browns to win, Jets to cover. Uh, same. Uh, I, I, actually, Browns covering. I, I got Cleveland in this game. Dolphins, Ravens, we talked about this earlier. We got the Ravens, both of us, in this game. Uh, let's go to Detroit. Actually, a game that's actually interesting. I actually really am interested in this game. Carson Wentz goes up to Ford Field to face the Detroit Lions who are really, really, who are a really, really um, rootable and likable ball club. I'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing this year. And uh, I'm going to lay the one point with Detroit. Uh, I, I really liked what I saw. I really did. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I, I like Detroit to beat Washington because I, 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 under no circumstances, am trusting Carson Wentz under any 
circumstance. I don't know about you. <laughs> I think it's good. I mean, Detroit is is going to surprise a lot of people. They're actually favored in this game, which yeah. is you know, surprised a lot of people. I think Detroit's got uh, they they got a lot of chutzpah, and they, you see them come back almost all the way back against the Eagles last week. So they're playing with a, a little uh, bit of a you know more demeanor more uh, competitiveness as well. So I think, you know, I, I'm going to go with Detroit there. I'm not sold on Carson Wentz either. He's no. still got, you know, good receivers and such, but I think Carson Wentz might take a step back. He also messed up in his game as well in his debut as a uh, commander, wow. even though he started out with three touchdowns. Right. Then right. he ended up with three interceptions as well. Not two, you know, only, only two, but those were two back-breaking interceptions. Back-breaking, right? I mean, key game, yeah. key parts of the game. Now, so. now, now, to to because we we're gonna we're gonna have plenty of time to laugh at Carson Wentz throughout the season. Let's give him his credit. That that was a really impressive drive to to win that ball game. That was yeah. a really impressive drive. We gotta we gotta give him this. And this Dotson kid's gonna be a stud, man. Dotson's gonna that, be awesome. That, that yeah. Dotson kid's a stud. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. Ooh, he's a stud, boy. I tell you, he 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 he's gonna he's gonna be a really good player, man. So yeah. Washington Washington hit already with that kid. I'll tell you that much. So that, that that's a big hit for them. So we're both gonna pick Detroit in this game. Uh, last one o'clock game I got for you is the Jags and the Colts. Now, look, another team that might surprise people. I think Jacksonville. It's not going to be a playoff team because they play in the AFC. But, I mean, but Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I really like Trevor Lawrence. I don't know about you, but I, I like him a lot. And I think he's just going to get better as the number one pick in the draft. I mean, look, I the Colts are laying three points on the road. Like, were you impressed with the Colts? Because I wasn't. I, I, no. I, I just I wasn't impressed with them. I, I'm just I'm just sorry. Like, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know what Jonathan Taylor can do, and Jonathan Taylor just runs wild against the Jags, and you, you and I next week could be on this show looking at each other like, wow, we were complete idiots betting on the Jaguars <laughs> plus three at home, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm sorry if you can't beat the Houston Texans, and you were down by 13 points. As a ten point favorite, I mean, I mean, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? I, I so look, I, I'm. I, do I want to go with the Jack? Do I want to go? Do I want to go? Do I want to go? Want to go? Want to go? Want to go with the Jaguars? Well, who who do you have? I I, I haven't picked made my mind up yet. Ah, you gonna put it on me? That's not cool. But no, I just I I, cause I haven't made up my mind yet because I, I really yeah, yeah, think I'm gonna I pick got the you. I, I, I like Trevor Lawrence, and not only do I like Trevor Lawrence, he's got a new coach, which is a, and he's got uh Travis Etienne. Etienne Etienne's yep. back. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be a major major factor. They already have Richardson from uh, last year mm-hmm. as the running back who did very well. Yeah, James so, Robinson. Yep, yep, yep. Robinson, yep, sorry, yep, sorry, yep, Robinson. Yep. And, and I think the, the combination of those two, if they could get to gel and work together with that line, they can make a move. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, surprisingly, has beaten the Colts last four, if not five times in Jacksonville. 
Uh, nobody knows that one, especially right. last year when they totally self-destructed wow, in, in Jacksonville to miss the playoffs, <laughs> which, which started that whole thing. And that's why Carson Wentz, we're talking about him as a commander, oh and not gosh. a coach. Yo, wow. so, but the funny thing I noticed last week, I thought the Matt Ryan, uh, uh, what's that? Wide receiver. Oh, Pittman Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Pittman Jr. would be a great combination, but it, it didn't look like they gelled over the su- the summer and the preseason. Yeah. I thought I would say a lot more of that, but I didn't. And then the Colts defense. I mean, they they had a hard time with the Texans. Right. I mean, unless you know, right. <laughs> Lovey Smith is doing wonders with that Texas offense. Right. I just don't see what don't what, see what that that I didn't get that. So I, I I'm gonna pick the Jaguars, and I agree with you. They're yeah. not gonna win the a, uh, AFC South, but no. I think they're gonna they're gonna make some noise there. And they I think will, this man. One yeah. game that will definitely show that yeah. they could come and prove. And they're young and they're sassy, and I, I like that. I think Trav. Uh, uh, Trevor should be able to handle this whole pressure and start showing off what he could do. And he's yeah. got a couple of good receivers in there, and they brought in another one. So right. I, I think you know I'll take the Jaguars on this one. Look, I, I look, I, I'm I, we'll, we'll 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 disagree for this week. I, I'll pick the Colts. Now, will the Jaguars cover? Yes, they'll they'll cover the three points. They'll cover the three point. Hell, they might just win outright, frankly. But I, I just you know. Uh, I, I'm going to pick the Colts because, again, the Jacksonville Jaguars are, are a team that has to prove they can win big games and division games that matter. Now, now in fairness, I think they did that last year because they they messed the Colts up for a playoff spot, but they were a 2-14 and 14 team. No one cares. No one cares. You were a 2-14 team. So, you know, let's see what they could do. You know, I, I think Peterson's going to do wonders for, for that ball club. I think uh, Jacksonville and that fan, that fan base is going to be ready to really be loud and support that team. I know Colts fans travel. We know that, but uh, I think uh, Jacksonville and Duval County is going to be ready to really ready to get, give this team a boost here uh, tomorrow on CBS. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Colts, but I'm not real confident. And frankly, I might text you guys at about, you know, 1259 that I might change, might be changing my mind. <laughs> All right. Let's let's run through these four o'clock games. All right, the Rams are favored by ten. We're not picking Atlanta, right? Can we can we both just say we're not picking Atlanta? Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, Rams. uh, we're both picking San Fran, even though we're not gonna co- they're not going to cover that spread. I, I'm gonna go with Seattle. Okay, you're gonna go with Seattle. Okay, I'll go with San Fran, but they won't cover. Our, uh, okay, we're we gonna bother. Now, now, first of all, I'm not sure why Denver's a ten point favorite, but we'll get to that at another date and time. Are we picking the Houston Texans? in the mile-high city against the Denver Broncos because I no, we'll Broncos. don't think so. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so either. Uh, all right, the two games, the two, the other 4 o'clock games that we want to talk about, the Raiders and the Cardinals. Quite frankly, I'm not sure what, what number I would stop at before I'm like, okay, I'll pick the Cardinals plus the points. Lock and load the Raiders for me. I, I it, the, the, the Cardinals might actually be a terrible team. They actually might be bad. I might go lie. They they might actually be terrible. Why? Nah, do you I think got the Raiders. Why their, do you think their defense so- was their defense is horrible. Their defense was, was horrible. They had no pressure. They lost what's his name and uh, <laughs> Chris Jones uh, to the Chiefs. Yeah. Now they have no yeah. pressure now. Yeah, but no their pressure. defense isn't any good. <laughs> like their defense, their defense is bad. 
said, I mean, they gave up a million yards to Patrick Mahomes, a million. And that's like, I mean, in fairness, that is Patrick Mahomes, but Derek Carr is like not exactly a slouch. And they do have Devontae Adams, who is also the furthest thing from the scrub. (laughs) So good luck, Cardinal defense. Good luck to you. I think we're both picking the Raiders in this ball game. Yeah, I'll take the Raiders on that one. Um, Cowboys and Bengals, look, we talked about this earlier. I think, look, I I think the Cowboys will keep it close, but I'm not picking them to win this game, though. I'll I'll take the Bengals. I'll I'll take the Bengals to get it done. Uh, Yeah. Bengals, yeah, Bengals get off the schneid, so I'll pick uh, Cincinnati. What do you think? The Bengals, too. The Cowboys need to keep it close by running the ball. Will they do that? I'm not sure. Yeah, all right. Bengals. All right, so that takes, us to su- that takes us to Sunday Night Football at Lambeau for their home opener against Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears, and I have to be frank with you i was shocked that the bears even won that game now if you're telling me it's going to be dry in lambeau uh the bears might keep it close because the packers have no the packers don't have any receivers man what what, what am i supposed to do with this can, can, can no. you explain to me what i'm supposed to do with this what am i supposed to do with no. this well, they have no so receivers fun, fun fact you add up the receiving yards of all the packers Still doesn't equal Devontae Adams 140. <laughs> That's horrible. Isn't so we don't won that. We won that round in the divorce right there. Isn't so that unbelievable? It's going to be Aaron Rodgers crying and whining. Get used to that sigh or that scene or that camera shot of him whining on the sideline, throwing the, the clipboard and all that. You know, the, the kids are just not ready. He's flat out young and stuff. And they made a great point that you know he's like well i'm not going to change my game right meanwhile pat mahomes is like well we have to change our game because that's exactly right and there's a big difference between one or the other's mentality i'm not going to change my way that's and that's what the kids the kids have to learn my way or that's it that's right and that's that's the difference between aaron tom brady and patrick right two two of those guys are leaders and, and, and then there's Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah. and by the way, Patrick and Aaron are the two most talented QBs I've ever seen oh, in my lifetime. There's no, yeah. no question. I mean, I mean, they're just they're just some things that these, these guys can do that are just sickening, like with the with the football. It's just sick. Like right. to watch. It really is. But right. I, I just don't trust. The thing is, the problem with the Green Bay Packers, well, well, first of all, uh, uh the Minnesota Vikings sacked them five times. And, and, and look, the Bears might not be any good, but they can still play defense. They can still play defense. I think we can. I think we can say that they can play defense. All right. So, um, is Bakhtiari playing? Hell, Bakhtiari hadn't played in a year and a half. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Is this guy is, is this guy going to play? Like, is he is he okay? Like, we we need to figure out what's wrong with this guy and why he's never on the field. So, because people keep telling me he's the best left tackle in football, but how can you be the best left tackle in football I haven't played since 2019? What am I supposed hmm. to do with this? Yeah. So, we, we need to figure out why he's not playing. This question, Watson kid, okay, I think he's going to be fine. Um, Not a great start when you had the ball right in your hands and dropped an 80-yard touchdown from Aaron Rodgers. Not a very endearing start not to your career. No, not a good start. It's just, it's just not. It is what it is. You, you got. I mean, got guys. Kids going to be better. Um, 
look, I, I, I think the Bears keep it close because, because to be frank and to be quite honest with you, I, I, I just, I don't know where, where does Green Bay get the offense from? I, I'm, I'm probably going under the total too. While, while we're on the, while we're on the subject, go under the total. I'm gonna pick. I, look, I might pick the Bears. Truthfully, I might just pick the Bears outright to win the game. But, wow. um, they're certainly gonna cover the spread. Uh, they're certainly gonna cover this ten points. I'm not laying ten points with a team that doesn't have any receivers, man. I'm just, I just can't do it. Like, I, I can't do it. I'm gonna pick the Bears plus the points. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers. Oof, sir. Look, man, starting no one two is a pretty that that's not a that would not be a good sign. So Aaron Rodgers needs it more. Uh I, I'm gonna pick, I'm going to pick the Packers to win this game. Who are you picking? I think the Packers need to squeeze it out. Yeah. They can't lose to the Bears. Aaron Rodgers is 23 and 3 against them. Right. I, I think, you know, does Justin Fields have enough to do it under the lights? I think he might be too big of a stage for him. So I'm going to go with the Packers, not to cover, but definitely to win the game. Yeah. All right. So we're on the same page. All right. Titans, Buffalo. Look, I, I got Buffalo lock and load for me. That that This is a big number that I think will be covered uh, because Buffalo is going to score and score a lot, and then that defense is going to eat. So give me Buffalo minus 10 in this game. And I got Philadelphia. I got Minnesota plus two and a half in the other game. What do you, who do you have here? Well, doubleheader that one. I'll go with Buffalo to win, not to cover. And then I'll think the Eagles will pull it out at the end. I like their corners. They got Slay on one side and um, what's the name on the other? I think they're both locked down. So what do you call it? Uh, wow. You think they're going to lock down those two very, receivers? Yeah, Bradbury had a big, big pick yeah. six. Yeah, Bradbury is a good player, but I don't yeah. think he's locking down Adam Thielen, man. That's wow. a, ooh, that's a mouthful there, boy. Yeah, we'll that's see. That's a mouthful. We'll I, I mean, I'm just saying. I, like, you know, now I'm not sure if Minnesota is going to be locking down AJ Brown either. To be to be fair, no, fairness that, to that's you, I don't think that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. I, I don't see that. AJ Brown is just a just a grown man. Like he's just. Right. A, that's if I don't see do. how the Titans let him go. I just don't see why. He is but. just an enormous human being that, right. that makes big catches, man. The guy is just a just a beast, man. Like he just is. Like so, and then you got Devontae Smith. I mean, I could totally see over 50 and a half. My thing yeah. is, I just don't think when it comes right down to it, the Eagles defense is gonna do enough, frankly. To, I mean, because Kirk Cousins may have the ball last, and I and I I'm just going to trust Justin Jefferson. I, I, I just I'm just going to trust them. I, I'm just going to trust Jefferson and Thielen to get the job done against against the the Philadelphia Eagles. So, all right, so that's it for week two. Next week on the on the Always 100 podcast, a couple games are interesting. For episode number 100, Thursday night is the Browns and the Steelers on Amazon Prime Video. My, my New England Patriots hosting the Baltimore Ravens at home next Sunday at 1 o'clock on C- on Fox. That's a Fox game for some reason. That's weird. Um, some games that might be of interest to you uh, next Sunday afternoon on Fox, the national game is 
the Green Bay Packers at Tampa Bay. The Tampa uh, at Tampa, Brady versus Rodgers again in South for- in Central Florida. The Sunday night game, Uncle Jamie, if you're interested, is the Broncos and the 49ers. That's a pretty good game right there. That's in Denver, by the way. And your wow. Monday and, and the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Get Woo-hoo! to play next Monday night on ABC yeah. and ESPN. On, on ESPN and ABC next Monday night at 8.15 from Joyzy. From Joyzy. And look, I, I we might have to count the number of Cowboy fans in that building. Even with Cooper Rush, there's going to be a substantial amount of yeah. a very substantial amount of Cowboy fans in that building yeah. next Monday night. Look, the Cowboys, look, the Cowboys might not be any good, but them fans travel, boy. I'll tell you, those, those fans yeah. show up to your building. Give them their credit; they support their team. I, yeah, I can't, I can't hate that. I don't hate that. So, you know, you know, I, I don't know, maybe. maybe Look, I, I'm really interested. I don't know about you. I'm really interested to see what that line is next Monday night with the Cowboys and the Giants. I'm really interested to see that. Um, will, will they give the Cowboys enough respect, or will the Giants be a big favorite at home, which, frankly, is they should be a big favorite at home, but I don't know if they're going to. But, all right, Uncle Jamie, I, I, think, I've hold, I think I've held you. Uh, as no, as, no, this is great. This is great. Yeah. Two-man show would actually pulled it off. Yeah, two-man show. It was a great show. We got to really talk in a more lax format. I know this is going to be north of an hour and a half, but oh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. I, I have Nebraska, Oklahoma, Nebraska getting the brakes beat off them right now. Um, 35-7 with a minute and a half to go in the second quarter. In Lincoln, yeah. no, 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 mind you, in Nebraska. So Oklahoma's doing what they need to do uh, as a number six team in the country. So, uh, but yeah, look, I will let you guys go, but I will remind you before you go that this show will be available on Anchor FM. The Always 100 podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the McKenzie Report Facebook group, and Anchor FM. And this was episode 99, and we thank you very much for joining us live on this Saturday afternoon. So, the game will be back together next week. But until then, this has been the Always 100 Podcast. Uncle Jamie, you're the best. Love you very much. Thank you. And, folks, thank thank you all for listening. This has been the Always 100 Podcast. Peace, and see you Thursday night. Peace.